Were you a fitness enthusiast? And uh, somehow along the way, you dropped off, life happened, mm. you know? Either you got a child, a baby, and you're fortunate to have mothers here that tell us your story. And, uh, you know, you were doing very well. And along the way, you, you no longer went back to eat, you know, just in, making sure that you're fit and what have you. You got an injury. Mm. It happens. Mm. You know, you get hurt mm. and uh, you're like, now you have a very good excuse, in quotes, mm. of not working out. You know, you just got bored. Maybe moved uh, places, moved locations, moved careers. And one or the other, you just fell off the bandwagon. Mm. So today we want to address that big elephant mm -hmm. uh, in the room today mm -hmm. how do i get back you know and i know for some the farthest they've gone yani it's just a dream it's just mm -hmm. the dream of themselves running yes. they can even <laughs> see themselves running in the estate you know and they wake up panting <laughs> panting isn't it and it was happening uh, you know over the dream mm -hmm. and uh, and they've never taken any action so how do they start how, how do you get back to it mm -hmm. as as uh, uh, either as a young person, as, as a Gen Z, or uh, mm. yeah, as an elderly person. How do, we, how do we go about this whole issue? Yeah, I think that's a very interesting mm -hmm. discussion, and especially being the beginning of a new year, and you know, with resolutions and all that. Yeah. I wonder how many of us, after we write them down at the beginning of the year, come back, you know, mm. or go ticking off and say, yes, I've done this and I've done that, or I'm consistent at this, because we talk about consistency, but... Uh, I hope that one of the goals that maybe I know I will have that will be to stay fit and to make sure that I'm working towards it. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, uh, one of the ways of just making sure that I get back or for those who have never started especially is to just kill that procrastination because I think mm -hmm. procrastination is the worst enemy that you can ever have, you know, saying that mm. tomorrow I will do this or tomorrow I will start, tomorrow I will jog. Then when you get to, if today is Monday, you say tomorrow I'll do it, come to you, you say, ah, no, there's still Wednesday, you know. If you keep doing that procrastinating, you will never start. So I would say the time to start would be today and now, okay. you mm. know. Yeah, do whatever you can and start moving. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm. I, to I totally agree. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah, it's true. And mm -hmm. just as you're saying, tomorrow, tomorrow, to tomorrow never comes, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. And then especially once the week has started and you're halfway, then you're like, next week. Mm -hmm. Or the month has started and you're halfway, it's next month. Mm. You know, so... I think because it's at the beginning of the year, mm -hmm. you know, let's be intentional about it. Mm -hmm. Put it as a priority mm -hmm. up there, mm. you know, not down here, up mm. there. And plan yourself on how you're going to make it succeed. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one thing to say, I will start, but mm -hmm. then the how mm -hmm. is another story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you don't, if you just write it down or you have it in your mind and say, I want to get back to exercising or I want to start exercising, but you don't think through the how, mm -hmm. it will still be a goal in a month to come or a year to come. Mm -hmm. you know? I so I think it's how are you going to do it? Mm -hmm. So do you want to go to the gym? Do you want to go swimming? Do you mm -hmm. want to go walking? You know, what time do you mm -hmm. want to do that? Mm -hmm. For how long? Mm -hmm. You know, look at your schedule and see how do I work it around to ensure that I'm able to do this. Is it three times a week? Mm -hmm. You know, is it five times a week? Mm -hmm. What exactly is it? Mm -hmm. 
So don't just put it as a goal and leave it there, but mm. look through the details mm. to ensure that you succeed in it's doing true. it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's make it primary. Mm. It, it shouldn't be a by the way mm. or, or a secondary bit in your life. Mm. It's, it's an essential aspect. Yeah. Uh, and I can tell you for us here, even mm. as believers, the same way mm. we are intentional about building our spiritual lives mm. is the same way we need to be intentional on taking care of mm. our bodies mm. and making sure we are moving. Exactly. Uh, I, I recall a few years ago, I um, uh, th th I think two, two or three years ago, I, mm. I had an injury. Uh, mm. I was playing football uh, and it was in um, uh, Indomena where I was serving mm -hmm. uh, in Eastern Europe. And uh, I was given a good challenge. It, it was, uh, there was no referee, but I think that must have been a red card. <laughs> and if it was a real football, that person should have uh, mm -hmm. been fine properly. Mm. So I was swept. I didn't know I was flying. Mm -hmm. You know those times when you're, you're in the air, you think you're running, but Kumbe, I was in yeah, the air. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, when I landed, I landed on my hand. And, uh, and I broke this part, you can imagine. I literally broke this part and I saw my, I mean, the bone just pop out. And uh, it, was, it, it was painful. Mm -hmm. uh, those, those are those mm -hmm. moments when you... Uh, when, when you cry and, 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 and feel so much pain until the pain no longer, mm, no longer, longer, pain, no longer yeah. painful, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and after that, I, you know, for, for a few, like one or two weeks, definitely I, I went for, uh, for the procedure and what have you, and for like two weeks I was there. Mm. But because I knew it was so important for me to work out, I had to do something. I knew anything to do with carrying weights or doing something, I could not do that, yeah. all right? Uh, but I, I, I noticed I could walk on mm -hmm. the treadmill. I could run, you know, on the treadmill. Mm. And uh, I recall one time guys in the gym wondering, hey, this is, this is craziness. I mean, at this point, you should be seated, you know, recuperating. But I felt the need. So mm. I decided to do something mm. that, you know, I would still do, even in my situation mm. and in mm. my context. Mm. And I believe even for the viewers out there, mm. uh, it's possible that you've, you've experienced an injury. Yeah. And, and maybe it would be good to hear from, from Evelyn, because she's mm. also been down that path. Mm. Yeah, it, it's yeah. possible for you to go through something, but you have to ask yourself, what can I do mm. in this season that mm. I'm in? Yeah, exactly. Um, I think just as you've shared, you know, with your story with an injury, yeah. I, I mean, we, we talked about life happening and yeah. life happens. You know, today you can be up and around and you think everything is all good and the next moment you're told you need surgery and you need it soon. Wow. Yeah, and that's what happened to me like in May. So I was told I need surgery. So I had to have surgery in June. So I had mm -hmm. surgery in June and um, thankfully it went well. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it was, it was a major surgery because I think I was in there for over four hours. Mm -hmm. But then after that, I needed to get back up, you know. Thankfully, I was out of hospital in two days. And for the first two weeks, I had to stay at home, of course. But by the end of week one, I was, I sat, I think I sat on the couch like for two days and I just said, I can't do this anymore. So I stood up, I would walk around because luckily it was on my upper body. So I would mm -hmm. be able to, I would walk around, you know, go up the stairs, come down. After some point, I realized I can still do my brisk walking. So I started doing my brisk walking and I'd only avoid my left side. And I would walk, walk, and I make sure I'm really moving all the other mm -hmm. parts. And that really worked for me. And I think one of the things that we like to wallow in is like self-pity. So yeah. you think, oh, I've, I've, I've gone through this surgery. I'm going to take months to recover. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going through this treatment. I can't be able to do this. No, there's always something that you can be able to do. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that I realized was also, if you listen a lot to, especially people around you, you know, they're like, hey, no, you've just had surgery, you can't lift with your hand, you can't do what, yeah. and it's like, listen, I, I know, 
I know my body, you know, I can lift. I know I couldn't carry like, because before I would even do my six, you know, like three kgs, three kgs in, you know, using my left hand. Mm -hmm. But I had to get back and I realized, okay, I can't do the six kgs, but in my house I'm lucky because I have, we have what we call the diner bands. I have a very light one. Uh -huh. I have a loop band, a very light one. So I, I started working with that gradually, you mm -hmm. know, even as my wound continued healing. And with time now, I also went back to weight and then I would, I actually went back to one kg. You wow. know, so it was a challenge of thinking, okay, this hand, I can only do one kg. The other hand, I'm feeling if I touch one kg, I feel like it's a feather. But, you know, mm -hmm. I still have to balance True. and all that, yeah. But now, thankfully, I'm back. I can be able to do my, you know, my three kgs, four kgs and all that. But then it has to be gradual and then I had to be intentional, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't sit there and say, oh, I'm feeling pain. I can't do this, you know. It's like machines. I like the concept of machines. Mm -hmm. If you don't work it, it will just, you know gets spoiled, rust and all that and the moment something is rusty, it's not going it's never gonna work. And mm -hmm. it's the same way with our bodies. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't move these muscles, if you don't keep moving your body, soon you'll just discover you cannot get up. Mm. And I think that's a whole concept like uh physiotherapists use. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know, they'll tell you, you know what? You have to you have to move this yeah. leg and you, you know they will to. they you will push to. you and they'll tell you no, we have to walk, you have to get up. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's so painful but you know, if you are to get somewhere, you have to get up and start. I totally yeah. agree. Mm. I totally agree. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think also just, just to add on to that, you see, when we're getting back, we expect to get back at the level we were at. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> which is not a possibility because yes. maybe like Evelyn has said, you're lifting those six kilos and that's what you're used to. But then if you are getting back and you've been off for a while that six kilos will be like i know mm -hmm. 30 kilos yeah. i know yeah. <laughs> but believe me kathy it's you frustrating know? when you are doing yes, that and then you're going is. back to one to one but yeah. you see we just need to go back mm -hmm. you know and then build up again so i think that's something important just to say you know don't feel like this is where i was and i have to go back there mm -hmm. so start gradually mm. and i think for me my story would be like even the times that um you're pregnant, mm. you know, you've been working out consistently, consistently, then the pregnancy season, and then after mm -hmm. the baby, you mm -hmm. know, then how do you get back, mm -hmm. you and, know? And just, just, just on the same point, yeah. I, I don't know, and both of you are fortunate mm. uh, to have brought amazing, uh, amazing, uh, I don't want to call them boys and girls, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> uh, 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 amazing uh, children. children. <laughs> You know, mm. and uh, and adults mm. and, and young adults in this in this world. Mm. What, what happens? What happens when somebody is there just about you know they get pregnant and suddenly guys are eating and you're wondering, hey, <laughs> the meat is out there. That we watch They are eating for two people. Mm. You know, and, and that trend <laughs> continues even after the child is born. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know, maybe you can share your story and tell us uh, how did you overcome that? Or are you one of them who are busy consuming 20 liters of, oh of uh, fermented porridge, you know, yeah. after every 30 minutes? Yeah. I don't know. I think for me, I was fortunate enough. That's one mm -hmm. of the things my doctor took me through. Because it's one of those myths. Oh, now you're pregnant, you're eating for two. Mm -hmm. You know, but you're like, no, eat as you are eating. God created our bodies in such a way that whatever we eat, the baby gets. Mm. Wow. You know, so you don't have to feel like, okay, so I was eating this much, mm -hmm. now I have to eat double. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so you just continue your life as normal. Wow. You know, mm -hmm. you just yeah. continue as so it's it is. A myth. Mm -hmm. it, is it is a myth. 
it, it is, is amazing. amazing. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just to continue as as normal. Mm -hmm. Yes, at times you may feel hungry. Um, and even after, you may feel that hunger, but it could be that you're just thirsty for water. Mm -hmm. So remember, even with the breastfeeding and after the baby, the water still counts as your fluid intake because mm -hmm. that's what you need to take in. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be that 20 liter mm -hmm. of porridge mm -hmm. uh, per se. Mm -hmm. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So mm -hmm. not eat for two, just mm -hmm. eat for eat for one <laughs> yeah eat for yourself mm. which is and very i think important. also just stick to what you have mm -hmm. planned for yourself and yeah. believe because i think mm -hmm. especially when you live with or you bring relatives around and maybe you've had yeah. the baby and they've come to see the baby you know they'll fill your table with everything and you're told no you must eat especially if it's your mom yep. hey there's no you're not eating when your mom mm -hmm. is there you know mm -hmm. it's like no you have to eat the baby needs this food you know mm -hmm. and all that so i think you also have to remember that it's all about you and also just make the people around you aware mm -hmm. yeah i think when you just get the difference um because sometimes like for my last baby i had a lot of you no know, nauseated and all that mm -hmm. and i couldn't eat much and then after i had the baby i was going to know you have to eat and let me say i ate a bit not so much but i ate a bit and then i realized i was actually gaining a lot of it mm -hmm. the moment i stopped two months later i I looked so different, you know, unbelievably different. Wow. And I was looking, in fact, sometimes I look at the photos, you know, like two months, you know, difference. And I look at the photos, I'm like, <laughs> what was really happening here? And, you know, just that uh -huh. change of, I realized, yes, I have to really cut it down. And I still mm -hmm. had, like Kathy said, uh -huh. when I cut that down, I still had lots and lots of milk, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, so I oh, think wow. it's just all about knowing, yeah, yes, wow. whatever I take in mm -hmm. is just going and getting deposited in my body. And mm -hmm. by, as Kathy said, the baby is still getting what the baby needs so long mm -hmm. as you're eating, you know, taking in all the nutrients in the mm -hmm. right quantities. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope we've had, you know, that advice uh, from experience. So uh, if it was me saying that, uh, definitely I, I have no authority whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's really amazing to hear from the experience and mm -hmm. no matter your excuse or you know the reason as to why you fell off the bandwagon mm -hmm. uh, and it's very possible you've never been on that journey before of just ensuring that uh, I'm doing some form of activity to ensure that my body uh, is, in, is, is in motion. Mm -hmm. uh, I tend to believe uh, that you know we can make it happen. Mm -hmm. We can make it happen and I'd like to invite you why don't you go ahead as a sign of commitment, isn't mm. it? Mm -hmm. Just go ahead and type and, and, and just indicate something that you're committing to do, mm. uh, and especially this new year. Mm. Uh, as you said earlier mm. on, I mean, there are people who, uh, it's not a big deal uh, in terms of the New Year's resolution. Some people, mm. it's a big deal. Uh, but for now, let's put aside that debate. Mm. So just, you know, on the comment section, go ahead and type and say, what are you committing to do, you know, just to ensure that uh, you're keeping fit in this specific season. Mm -hmm. One of the things I love about God uh, is that God is a master planner. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you read the scriptures right from the book of uh, uh, Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation, God is a master planner. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you this, that if God is a master plan planner, now that God, God is a master planner, you and I need to plan over our lives. Mm -hmm. And we need to be deliberate, we need to be intentional. Mm -hmm. The same way, uh, and I believe we keep on saying that uh, on this specific channel, uh, whatever platform you're watching us from, that we need to be intentional with our spiritual walk. We're also mm. here to tell you, you've got to be intentional with your health. Mm. You've got to be intentional with your fitness mm. so yeah. that we can be able to glorify God with his bodies that the Lord has given to us. Mm. Feel free to ask any questions. Mm. Feel free to comment and we will be right here to get back to you.
God bless you. Goodbye for now.